Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Just because of who you are, I will lift my voice. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I worship you. I 
The source of my strength. <laughs> you are the strength of my life. So I
If you know he's the source of your strength, why don't you give him some kind of praise? He's so wonderful. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. I know that my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. You may be seated grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. What an absolutely wonderful Savior we serve who has kept us safe through another week. He has provided for every single need in our lives. The fact that we're sitting here right now is a testimony to the fact that there's not one single thing we needed that we had to go without. And for that, we give our God praise. He allowed us to breathe his air. He allowed us to sleep under a roof of some kind. You ate most of what you wanted to eat. Had clothes to wear. Everything that, that we needed that pertains to life and godliness, he has given. And so for that, we give our great God a great praise. Welcome to those who are here in the sanctuary, those who have chosen to worship in person. We are grateful that you've chosen to worship with us today, especially those who don't consider themselves a part of the Mount Calvary Nation. We're glad that you've chosen to worship with us today. We're also grateful for those who are worshiping with us online in the e-congregation. The majority of us are still uh, online, and we're grateful to God for the technology that allows us to be together virtually during these difficult um, physical and, and health-wise uh, health times. And we're grateful for the people behind the technology who make it possible every week for us to be together virtually. We're grateful. If you're here and you are not a part of the Mount Calvary family officially, we would love to see who you are and where you are. If you don't mind standing, if you would, any visitors, God bless you all. Mount Calvary, make them feel welcome, would you? Make them feel welcome. Come on, let's sing to them. We welcome you. That's what we're about, revealing the glory of God's kingdom. We're transforming lives. 
And here's how we're doing it. Through love, with diversity, with excellence, prayer and integrity, we welcome Welcome, welcome. We're glad that you are here, especially on this wonderful Women's Weekend. Minister Ashley and her team have put together a wonderful weekend. Everybody that I've talked to or everybody who has talked to me has been raving about the brunch yesterday at Sinclair, where our women came together and there were several speakers uh, Lady Debbie uh, Watts Robinson among them. Glad to see you here. And uh, I believe there were four speakers yesterday and then today we are blessed with the presence of Pastor Kimma Cunningham. And Minister Ashley is going to come and introduce her in just a minute. Uh, but job well done uh, for this blessed weekend. Would you keep uh, Sister Eunice Andrews in your prayers? Miss um, Riri texted this morning and asked that we would continue to pray for her. Um, also keep Sister Lunell Brown in your prayers. Um, Mrs. Burke's mother, my wife's grandmother, um, she is in hospice. She was moved to hospice this week, if you would. Uh, Miss Pebbles, Miss, I'm sorry, I was about to say Pebbles, Miss Gloria's uh, mom, uh, would you all please keep her in your prayers and keep that family in your prayers, would you? Uh, Devin's going to come. Where are you, Devin? Or whoever's, quick, whoever's closer can come first. Uh, Devin's going to come, and then the First Lady is going to come uh, with a couple of announcements. And then, um, is Jamila here? No? Okay. All right. Good morning, Mount Calvary family. How are you doing today? I'm here on behalf, I'm here on behalf of the uh, Mount Calvary Men's Ministry. Uh, we are giving a special invitation to all men 15 and over. Uh, we have an event coming up on August 27th. It is a barbecue. It is a grill out for the end of the summer. Uh, I have some uh, quick directions for you for those who are interested. Uh, so it will be, again, Saturday, August 27th. We are going from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, this will be at the Art Van at a Park, shelter number one. Uh, it will be 3180 Benchwood Drive, Dayton, Ohio. Uh, we'll be more than welcome to give you this information again, but once again, um, at the end of the month, August 27th, we're asking all men over the age of 15 to come out and fellowship and enjoy uh, this moment with us. Um, also, if you would like to, uh, we need you all to probably call in if you have an interest. If you don't see any of us and connect with us, please call the church at 937-268-6736, and one of our wonderful receptionists will take your information so they can get your contact information and uh, get you set up and scheduled. Uh, we want to RSVP so we can have as much food as we need for that day. 
so once again, um, August 27th, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m., the men are out cooking. So uh, thank you all. And if you see me, uh, Brother Wortham, any of our deacons, any of the men here who uh, were just here as Mount Calvary, uh, please connect with them and they'll get you to the right place just in case you get lost, okay? Uh, thank you. The lead mic. Oh, good morning, Mount Calvary. I have a couple announcements. First of all, I want to thank you all who um, gave and donated to the teacher school supply wish list. Um, yesterday, we were able to supply all the teachers who actually submitted requests for supplies with all they needed and more. And I thank you guys who brought some more today. So give yourselves applause. If you are a teacher and you did not submit your wish list, wish, wish list please um, head out to the lobby after service, after the benediction, and there um, are more supplies. And even if you got some yesterday, I want to give it all away. We shouldn't have anything left, okay, because this is for you guys. So after the benediction and after teachers have, um, pastor has offered the special blessing for the teachers, please go out into the lobby. You'll see the table lined up, and you can Shop to your heart's content, okay? All right, that was my first announcement. My second announcement is about the small groups. Um, there is a survey going around. Listen, we're trying to make small groups accommodate and feed your soul. So we want to know what you like. So on your way out, the ushers have sheets of paper. And if you have a smartphone, you can utilize your smartphone camera to scan the QR code. Um, and follow the prompts and fill out that survey for me. Some, thank you to all of you who already have, but we're trying to really get this feedback. Take this in con consideration so that we can plan for you and not what we make up and create and think that you want. Amen? All right. I love you all. God bless you. Miss Porter. Ah, oh, there you are. Okay. Good. We have a, a mom who wants to offer her baby back to the Lord today. So I read it, but I want you to tell me how to pronounce it. Giannis. Giannis Zaire Daniel. All right, Giannis. We are reminded in the scripture that they brought young children to him, that is Jesus, that he should touch them, and his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer or allow the children, the little children, to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, 
and he blessed them. Let us pray. Dear God, we present to you this child as a gift from his mother, who in gratitude, having received him from you, now give him back to you. We know and are mindful this day how that Jesus called the little ones as lambs to his fold, placed his hands of blessing around them, or on their head, rather. We know something of the cravings in the heart of a child. Its innocence is a cry for purity. Its weakness is a cry for strength. Its helplessness is a cry for protection. And its heart is a great plea for love. Grant that as he grows, he will grow in wisdom and your favor. Preserve him when danger threatens the cessation of infancy and childhood. Undergird and strengthen him in moments of youthful temptation. And lead him to accept you as his personal Savior. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Beloved congregation, you are privileged to witness the coming of this mother to dedicate her child to the gracious and loving care and keeping of God, our Father, and Christ, our Savior. God grant that we who are gathered today in worship will earnestly assume with this mother the responsibility for this child's Christian training inasmuch as all of us shall exercise influence upon this child in some way. If you, the members of this church and community, are willing to do so, we ask that you would pray for this child, that he might be led in his years of personal accountability to hate that which is evil and to cling to that which is good. As you present your child for dedication to God, we ask, are you willing to rededicate yourself to the maintenance of a Christian home where Christ will be honored and the word of God held in reverence? so that he may, on his own free choice, confess his faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and accept him as his personal Savior. If so, answer, I do. I do. Because you recognize the spiritual, physical, and moral responsibilities of parenthood and your dependence upon God for strength and wisdom to faithfully discharge the duties of parents, do you now present your child in dedication to God, seeking divine guidance for his life? If so, answer, I do. Good. And tell me once more the name of this precious child. Giannis. Giannis Zaire Daniels. I got it right. All right. Giannis? Hello, sir. Can I lay my hands on you? Giannis Zaire Daniels, I dedicate you this day in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Let the church say amen. Amen. Let us pray. Oh God, our Father, we praise and thank you for children. We thank you for their simple-mindedness, their spirit of wonder, their unexpectedness, their affection, their appreciation of beauty. Let your blessings be upon this child and guide this mother, Lord. We pray that your light and your truth 
will reign so that they may perform the duties to this child. Help her not to become discouraged or careless in a task which sometimes may seem too hard for her alone. Grant counsel to her as she seeks to train and teach her child in the ways of the Lord and how to be productive in life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Miss Christina, this is for you. Giannis won't remember today, right? But what I'm asking is that you'll tell him about today. Tell him how the whole church prayed for him and you gave him back to God for his purpose, all right? Can I tell you something? When I was about 10, my mother brought me before the church and she gave me back to God because he had given me to her. And it was that day that I started hearing his voice. All right? This is something special. Okay? All right. God bless you. Let's thank God for this precious child. Good. Minister Ashley is going to come and... uh, Okay, Miss Kelly is going to come and introduce our guest preacher, the guest pastor for the day. Then the choir is going to come, and then we'll receive Pastor Kim Cunningham. Good morning, Mount Calvary. As Pastor stated, I have the honor of being able to introduce our speaker for this morning. Reverend Kimma R.H. Cunningham, a pastor and preacher, a motivator, a woman called to create change and push men and women toward their destiny, a lover of people and a lover of God. She is the humble pastor of Richards Chapel United Methodist Church in Troy, Ohio, and Christiansburg United Methodist Church, where she is passionately loving her members to life and working to develop ministries that meet the needs of the surrounding community. She also serves as campus pastor and the director of Interfaith Campus Ministries at Central State University where she conducts weekly worship services on Sunday afternoon, as well as conducting engaging Bible study during the week. She and her husband, an awesome musician, are in ministry together at the church and on campus, excited to fulfill their calling as a ministry team. She has a BA in journalism from The Ohio State University and a Master of Divinity from Payne Theological Seminary and is currently working on her doctorate of ministry at Methodist Theological Schools of Ohio. Yes, that's a wonderful accomplishment, yes. She has a number of accomplishments and quite a few awards, but they aren't the most important things. Most important is that she make a connection with you today, resulting in a shift of your thinking. Michael, 
the husband, and literally that's how it's written, the husband, and Alan, the son, are the loves of her life and her greatest ministry. More information on her and her husband ministry can be found at www.mikeandkemma.com. And after the choir, the next voice that you will hear is Reverend Kemma R.H. Cunningham.
this morning because when you put it in his hands he fixed it for you when he put it in his hands he turned things around for you when you stop trying to do it and let God have his way ah yeah 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 I put it all ah say in his hands somebody say in his hands somebody say in his hands somebody say in his hands 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 thank you assist where the grateful people at open your mouth that's the assist over here open your mouth hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah hey 
Hallelujah. All in his hands. When I stopped trying to do it myself and I put it in his hands. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, God. 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 I am so honored. Y'all be seated. I am so honored and grateful to be in this place today. So grateful to be in the house of God, but so grateful to be part of the Mount Calvary family today. So yesterday it was so funny because everybody was talking about how they were from Mount Calvary, started at Mount Calvary, grateful to be part of, back at home of the Calvary family, Mount Calvary family. I said, and who was it that wasn't? Was it Bobby? No, who was it? And so I'm, I'm with her. But, but we are now part of the, we, we are the adopted. We have been grafted into. We are now part of the Mount Calvary family as well. And so when anybody says home, we'll, we'll, we're going to definitely claim you. So we are so excited to be part of this Women's Weekend. So grateful for Pastor Sam, First Lady Chanel. Just grateful. Um, just grateful. If there's anybody grateful in the house this morning, just need you to take a moment and let God know just how grateful you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. God, as we enter into this preaching space, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. This space where God speaks. See, all the rest of what we've done so far is what we've said to God. We've offered up our worship, offered up our praise. But this is the moment where God speaks back to us. And my prayer is that somehow I can disappear. And you can only see and hear what the Lord has to say today. Are the issues, are the issues of my heart is grateful now. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I am grateful for the things that you Anybody got some victories? Anybody could go on and on. Yeah. On and on and on about your word. Because I'm grateful, grateful, so grateful to praise you. Anybody willing to admit they got some issues? Are the issues of my heart is gratefulness. As we enter into this grateful space, as we enter into this grateful space, somebody just needs to say that they're, that they're grateful. Somebody just needs to acknowledge what God is doing right now in their lives. Grateful? Everybody open your mouth and say it. Grateful, 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 Sing it out of your mouth. Flowing from my heart. Flowing from my heart. That's all God wants. He wants to hear your heart song today. Flowing from my heart. Thank you, Jesus. My heart are the issues. Are the issues. Not just your hands, but open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. Tell him thank you. Open up your mouth that the enemy didn't have his way with you. 
Open up your mouth that the enemy didn't kill you when you had the chance. Open up your mouth that he didn't destroy the vision that God put in your belly. Open up your mouth and let God know that you love him, that you're grateful, that you don't know how what you would do without him if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. Where would we be? How many of the grateful folk in here this day? I really do have a word prepared this morning. Thank you, Jesus. But there is such a sweet spirit in this place. Thank you, Jesus. I want to let you know how much I, I love this theme today. I'm so grateful for Minister Tiffany. Um, excuse me, Minister Ashley. Um, and Minister Stephanie, my longtime friend. Um, so grateful for all of you today. I love this theme today. Um, and for this weekend, Kingdom Women, prayer, purpose, passion, preparing for service. And so I want to talk this morning about this preparation, this organizing, this planning, this practicing. So I want you all to get ready this morning. Let's get ready. Let's set it up. Let's put it in order. With your theme in mind, I want to talk from the subject or the title of the power of her. The power of her. Her name is Gabriella Wilson. 22, 23-year-old singer who has taken the music industry by storm with uh, a long discography already of popular melodies. Um, songs like Coulda Been, songs like Damage Control, one that you might know, focus on me, baby, can you focus on me? Y'all know that one, yeah. You're the coffee that I need in the morning. Y'all know that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're the sunshine and the rain when it's pouring. That, that those wonderful melodies that make us think about love and make us think about our partners or the people that we're in love with. But here's what I thought was so amazing about this young woman. She shared with a late night talk show host that she created this acronym because she wanted people to identify with her music and not her persona to see themselves in the music, to understand that their experience is relevant and not unlike her own. She talked about being one of those girls who said they would never chase a guy. Amen. Amen. One time I did that one time. Bad mistake. Who would never allow herself to be disrespected and then more often than she wanted to ended up being and doing those things. And so instead of using her name, she uses the acronym HER, which stands for Having Everything Revealed. Come on, sisters. Brothers, this might be y'all too. Having everything 
revealed. And so today as we celebrate the relaunch of the women's ministry here at Mount Calvary, what is it that we want to say about the power of her? We have always been powerful. Y'all ain't saying nothing. If the brothers don't speak up, I know the sisters going to have to speak up. We got to speak up for ourselves. We have always been powerful. Amen. We just didn't know it. We've always been powerful. We just couldn't see it. We have always been full of power. We just couldn't accept it. So I want to take you back to an Old Testament passage. Kim Jarvis preached some of this yesterday. Um, I want to take you back to this passage to some sisters who exemplified the power of her. In the 27th chapter of Numbers, Moses is preparing to divide the nation of Israel into 12 tribes. And the scene unfolds as a family of girls comes together to demand their share. Numbers 27, 1 through 11 is where we'll be. And it reads like this. The teen daughters, these weren't old girls, these were young girls. So when, where are all the young women at? Where are the teenagers at? Where are the young women at? Where are the under 30s at? Where y'all at? I see you waving. The teen daughters of Zelophehad, belonging to the clan of Manasseh and the son of Joseph, came forward. His daughter's names were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Terzah. They stood before Moses, Eleazar the priest, the chiefs, and the entire community at the entrance of the meeting tent. And they said, look, our father died in the desert. He wasn't part of the community who gathered against the Lord with Korah's rebellion. He died for his own sin. He died for his own stuff. But he had no sons. Why should our father's name be taken away from his clan because he didn't have a son? Give us property among our father's brothers. Moses brought their case before the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Zelophehad's daughters are right in what they are saying. By all means, somebody say all means. Give them property as an inheritance among their father's brothers. Hand over their father's inheritance to them. And then speak to the Israelites, speak to the nation, and say, if a man dies and doesn't have a son, you must hand over his inheritance to his daughters. If he doesn't have a daughter, you will give the inheritance to his brothers. And if he doesn't have brothers, you should give his inheritance to his father's brothers. If his father has no brothers, you should give his inheritance to his nearest relative from his clan. They will take possession of it. This... Somebody say this. Ah, this will be a regulation and a case law for the Israelites. As the Lord commanded Moses, you may be seated. How many of you have never heard this story? Oh, okay. Just a few. Just a few. Power in this story. Numbers 26. Let me give you some background. Numbers 26. Chapter before describes the census taken of all the males over the age of 20. Women were not counted. As part of the list of the various clans, we read that Zelophehad had no sons, only daughters. And as the census was concluded, God instructs Moses, among these 
shall the land be distributed as shares. Among these refers to the males listed in the census. So we can conclude that the Zelophehad's daughters were not counted in the census and also were not to receive any land as an inheritance. This is what brings us to this 27th chapter. Now we might expect that women used to being under law that frequently favors men might react by keeping silent. By accepting as natural the rules decreed for them to follow, we might expect women in those days to stay close to the tent, remain out of sight, and not go far from their families. So what possessed Zelophehad's daughters to prepare for service? What possessed these teenage girls to do a new thing, to step out and ask for something that they weren't even entitled to? to write a new chapter in history. So today is the first day of service at Central State. Start at 2.30 today. Pray for me. But let me tell you about these young women and these young men. We think we're going in there to teach them something, to be a blessing to them, and I think that we are, but the reality is they teach me something new every day. They teach me how to go after what I want, not later, but now. They teach me to go and decide what it is that I want and to make sure that I'm thinking about what my needs are, what I need to do. We are so busy, women, looking for everybody else, looking after everybody else, making sure everybody else is okay, making sure everybody else got what they need, making sure everybody else is done, making sure everybody else got what... I know I'm talking to somebody this morning. Somebody that... that Gave up everything they had for somebody else. It was so funny because I was listening to something and there was an interview and there was a mom and her son. And, and, the, and the interviewer asked her, why are you sleeping in the bedroom down the hall and your son is in the master bedroom? She said, well, because he has more clothes than me. Because he just has more stuff than me. Why does your teenage son have more stuff than you? You're a grown woman. We give up everything for everybody else. And there's nothing wrong with being good to your folk. Nothing wrong with being good to your children. Nothing wrong being good to those folks that are around you. But I need to focus on me. I just need to focus. Not him, but I just need to focus on me. Yeah. And so these girls said, no, we're not going for this. We're not going to do this. First thing. Here's the lessons that we learned from these girls. First, they dared to leave their living place. Sometimes part of your preparation is you need to leave what's familiar. They left what was familiar to them. They left their social space. And that's what everybody expects from me. Well, you know, you're supposed to, well, that, but that's what you do. Isn't that what, well, if I were you, but you're not. If I were you, but you're not. But shouldn't, don't you think you should, oh, but that's too. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Somebody is in the space where they're being told what it is that they should do with the rest of their lives. Told that. Well, you know, that part of ministry, I don't know if you, you know, maybe you should. I was having a conversation with somebody this morning who was going back and forth between, well, do I really want to do 
where the money is or do I want to do what the Lord says? Well, when you do what the Lord says, then the Lord makes sure that you got what you need, whether you have the money or not. <laughs> the Lord makes sure. So, so, so these girls, they left their social space. They left their space from the destiny that was imposed on them into what God has for me. Text states, the daughters of Zelophehad came forward. The names of the daughters were listed. Somebody say, he knows my name. <laughs> yeah, he knows my name. They stood before the leaders. They stood before the all-male, old-boys club and the whole assembly. They were desperate. They were hungry. They wanted this land. How bad do you want it? I don't know what it is that you're after, but how bad do you want it? Imposing as this structure may have been, the five sisters decide to claim their rights. Together, they go out to their tents. Who needs to come out of their tent today? Somebody needs to come out of their tent today. Somebody been in the back corner by themselves for too long. You need to come out of your tent today. They came out of their tents without being called by anyone to the place where only the high-ranking men congregate, to the place where the tablets from Sinai rest in the ark, to the place of holiness and authority, to a place where women don't have, didn't have any authority. And so can you imagine the conversation as they listened and as they watch the men handle their business. Come here, Ashley. Come here, Kelly. You, you now, my sisters, we want, we want to, what are we going to do? But this ain't, because this ain't fair. It ain't. So, so Kelly, what, what, what are we, what's going to happen? What, what's going to happen if we don't get this done? What, don't you think we deserve this? We definitely do. But who, who going out there? All three of us. Because oh, I ain't going by myself. I'm, I'm right there with you. You got me. Yep. We, we all, we, we together. Yep. One voice, one accord, one band, one sound. We good. You think? One band, one sound. But what if they don't hear us? What if they don't listen to us? It makes you listen to them. Deep breath, y'all. We gonna do it? We got this. Let's do it. Right. Amen. Amen. That's part of the conversation. That's the conversation. Girl, have you lost your mind? Maybe so, but we're girls. We're just, we're women, and that's not the way it is. But maybe it's time to change some things. Maybe it's time to do something different. Kelly said, how about, no, how about all of us? What if, what if they say no? But what if they say yes? The power of her. Let's analyze what this text reflects about these women. First, note that these women know their law and they know their history. Part of your preparation, sisters, is to know your history. Part of your preparation is to do your homework. Our daddy, this is what they said, our daddy was a part of Korah's rebellion. And that was in number 16 as evidence to support their claim to the land. They know that the continuity of family name depends on inheritance of the land. And they realize that the current law 
the way we've always done it. The current law, well, you know, we ain't never done it that way before. The current law, well, you know, we Baptists. We never, no, wait, the current law does not take into account the unusual circumstance of a man without sons. Sometimes the current way you doing things isn't working. Sometimes we need to shift and do something different. They show no hesitation in pointing out the unfair nature of the present situation with complete confidence. And they supported their claims with compelling arguments. And what is Moses' response to these young women? The Bible says Moses brought their case before God. No church meeting. No side discussion. Not, not sure why them girls even think they over here. Not sure why they up here anyway. Who let them in? None of that. It says they asked and Moses went to God. Moses didn't even second guess. None of that. Moses discloses his inability to assess the claims of these sisters, and he takes the case straight to the Lord, who responds by saying, not a whole lot. God says, yeah, give them what they asked for. Give them what they asked for. The power of her. The power of her. But not only that. God doesn't just, this is, this is why God is so amazing, because God doesn't just fix it for them. But he institutes a new law for all daughters who found themselves in this situation. Thus, the sister's claim leads to the law of inheritance being changed forever. Sometimes God is not just fixing it for you. Sometimes God is fixing it for your children. Sometimes God ain't just fixing it for you. God is fixing it for your babies and your, your grandbabies. God didn't just fix it for Kelly, but he fixed it for Riley. God isn't just fixing it for Linda, but he fixed it for Chanel. God, didn't, God isn't just fixing it for Chanel, but he's fixing it then too for Bailey. Legacy, y'all. Legacy. The achievement of Zelophehad's daughters was a landmark in women's rights regarding the inheritance of land from those days even up till now. And if you think this is ancient history, women couldn't even get a credit card in your own name until 1974. Some of y'all didn't even know that. Help Jesus. And if, if you want to know, even if you think that the story of these five women is something that happened long time ago, it offers a compelling lesson for all those who believe that their destiny is fixed or that divine justice has abandoned them. It encourages us to think differently and it provides a message of hope for all those faced with obstacles. Perhaps... The most important legacy of Zelophehad's daughters is their call to us to take hold of life with our own hands. To move from the place that others have given us or that we've decided to stay in because we feel like we are not enough. Smart enough. Talented enough. Gifted enough. Deserving enough. Because here's the reality, sisters. As we pray... As we try to move in our purpose, 
as we try to do this thing and move forward into the things that God has for us. It might not look good right now, but God is working some things out behind the scenes. We put it all in his hands. This and that, we put it all in his hands. There might be a drought right now, but I declare that rain is coming. It might be famine right now, but I believe that a harvest is on the way. You might be in limbo right now, but I believe that stability is coming. Hallelujah. There might be in the wilderness right now, but I believe that help is on the way. You've seen some bad days, but good days are around the corner. You've had some darkness days but the sun will shine again hallelujah you've experienced some lack your pockets been empty but I declare there is some fullness in your future hallelujah you might be running on empty right now but I declare and decree that you are not just gonna be full but you're gonna be operating in the overflow thank you Jesus my cup running over surely goodness and mercy you might be going through hell right now but still goodness and mercy can't see my way right now but I believe that goodness and mercy I see my deliverance I see my victory sisters where you at kingdom women where you at embrace the passion that God has placed in you prepare for what God has seated in you because praise is part of that preparation God chose you God chose you specifically you definitely you didn't have to choose anybody could have chosen anybody but he chose you you who don't always get it right you you he chose you anyway you who got a bad mouth you you who don't always get it right you you who say whatever you want to say ain't got no filter you chose you you the one who always gets picked last on the playground he chose you that thing chose you anyhow chose you anyway that thing that you've been praying about that thing that you've been dreaming about that thing that you have a vision for that thing that keeps you up at night I declare this is my challenge to you I'm going with you stay focused stay ready stay humble Stay on your face. Stay in God's presence. Keep loving her. Keep serving her. Keep giving her. Keep following her. Keep leading her. Recognize your power. Exercise your power. Move in your power. It's the power of her. Somebody say, I got power in me, baby. I got power in me. Having everything revealed. Be with, what did Mary J. Blige say? She said, take me as I am. God takes me just like that. He gives me what I need. He deals with all of my stuff, but he still calls me. He's still chosen me, having everything revealed, all of me. Because I declare today, somebody needs to know, know that you are the head and not the tail. Know that you are above and not beneath. Know that you are a lender and not a borrower. Know that you might lose some battles, but you will ultimately win the war. You are more than enough. You think you're waiting on God? God is waiting on you. Pray. Move in your purpose. Move in your power. We're preparing. Walk into your destiny. Walk into your season. Walk into your victory. Walk into everything that God has for you. 
is there anybody that'll walk with me? Anybody that'll walk with me? Anybody that'll walk with me into their victory? Anybody that'll walk with me into their season? Anybody that'll walk with me into the things that God has for them? Is there anybody who'll walk with me? Anybody who'll walk with me through the storm, through the rain, through the heartache, through the pain, but I'm going to walk it out. Hallelujah. What God has for me, it is for me. What God desires for me, it is for me. What God wants for me, it is for me. What God desires for me, it is for me. Hallelujah. Walk it out. Walk out your destiny. Walk out your vision. Walk out your plan. Walk out your strategic plan. Walk it out. Walk it out. Walk it out. Walk it out. And while you walk and give God glory, walk it out. Praise Him. Walk it out. Thank Him. Walk it out. Bless Him. Walk it out. Extol Him. Walk it out. Give Him honor. Walk it out. You might stumble, but walk it out. You might get tired, but walk it out. You might have to take a seat for a minute. But rest. Then keep walking. Then keep moving. Then keep walking. Then keep moving. Victory! 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 Hallelujah! Where the worshipers at? Whatever you desire from the Lord. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus! afraid to walk somebody in here is struggling to figure out if they can walk it out so we're going to take a moment power power of her thank you Jesus somebody in this room needs to make their way right here because you're struggling you're struggling you about to give up. You about to throw in the towel. Let me just be real. You about to say to hell with all of it. 
Somebody in here needs to come. Somebody else in here needs to come down here. So we can have a moment. So that the sisters can help you walk it out. So that the sisters can help you recognize the power that's in you. So the sisters can help you recognize the power of her. The real power in this acronym that, that Gabriella Wilson says when she talks about having everything revealed, because we don't tell nobody nothing. I got this. I'm handle it. Because ain't nobody, ain't nobody bad as I am. Ain't nobody got issues like I got issues. The devil is a lie. We all got issues. Come on, Ashley. Come on, Bobby. We all got issues. We all got stuff. And we could fix some of it. If we would come together, the power of her, the power of her, the power of her. We want to pray today for these women who have come forward and said that they just need a push. They just need a, they just need to let somebody, somebody needs to let them know that there's some power in them. That what they desire most, it's already in you. It's already in you. Already in you. Pray, saints. If you want to see your sisters move forward, pray. If you want to see your sisters get better, pray. Stretch your hands out toward these sisters. Or even just come around and put your hand on one and just go on back to your seat. We don't have to stay here forever. But I declare that the Bible says that when the elders of the church ah, pray for those who are sick, not just sick in body, might be sick in their minds, might be sick in their emotions. Stretch forth your hands or come down here and lay your hands on one and just call on the name of Jesus and go on back to your seat. I declare we're going to leave here differently than we came. Hallelujah. Yes, one.
Thank you, Jesus. 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 Saints begin to give him praise. Praise him in advance. Praise him for what God is doing right now. Praise God for how he's moving right now. Praise for God how he's healing right now. Praise God for how he's delivering right now. Praise God for how he's opening doors right now. For how he's making ways right now. For somebody who's still struggling, you just need to know. It won't always be like this. The Lord will perfect that concerning me. Psalm 138, 8. Sooner or later, 
Things will turn in my favor. It's turning around for me. Even if you don't believe it, speak it. It won't always be like this. The Lord will perfect that concerning me. Sooner or later, it'll turn in my favor. Turning around for me. Around for me. Around for me. Turning around for me. Yes, Lord. Around for me. Around for me. Around for me. Turning around for me. Sometimes we got to speak it until we believe it. It won't always be like this. Thank you, God. turn in my favor sooner or later it'll turn in my favor sooner or later it'll turn in my favor turning around for me It's turning around, it's turning around, it has turned around. It is turned. Do you feel it in your spirit that it has already turned around? She said, God gave them what they asked for. What are you asking for today? What are you asking for today? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to present to you. Salvation salvation. If anyone in here does not know Jesus as their Lord and their Savior, just raise your hand. Just lift your hand because God is here. God is here. He know your passion. He know your concern. He know what's troubling your heart. God is here. Even out there in our e-congregation, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is your day. Today is your day. Don't wait till tomorrow. It could be too late. Today is your day to receive Jesus Christ into your heart and let him govern your life. It's not a cakewalk. It's not an easy walk. But you'll never be alone. He's always in the boat with you. 
He's always right there by your side. Our next call is, if you're already saved, but you feel God tugging at your heart, the Holy Spirit is saying, go that way to Mount Calvary. This is the place that you need to be at this time on your journey. So we have anyone that's ready to begin your journey or continue your journey. Today is the day. Just slip those hands up and someone will come and get your information. All righty. So everybody's saved. Everyone's saved. Everyone knows that heaven is their home. All right. Can I see a hand for that? Everyone knows they're going to be walking on the streets of gold and have big crowns, not bigger than mine, so my jewels, but going to have a crown in heaven. All right. Y'all have a blessed day. Let's thank God for his word and for his messenger. The power of her. I do want to recognize also several of the, uh, the, the women of God who spoke yesterday at the, the, um, at the brunch. Uh, I asked my wife when, uh, when they were walking around, I said, is that Eva? Mrs. Porter, good to see you, ma'am. She said, the whole family's there. Brother Daryl, <laughs> good to see you. And uh, are you doctor yet? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Reverend Bobby Harewood, welcome back. Good to see you as well. Uh, is Miss, Miss Kim isn't here, is she? Miss Jarvis? Okay, Minister Jarvis. Good. Well, we're, we're grateful to you all for sharing with the women yesterday. I asked you last week uh, to either uh, bring your young people, uh, if you have young people who are going back to school, who are in school, uh, or gather them around uh, your computer screen or your television or wherever you're watching right now. Would you do that, please? I'll give those who are at home time enough to do it. Um, get, get your students, get your young people, and gather them with you, and we're going to pray together over them. Uh, students, teachers, administrators, bus drivers, uh, lunch ladies, lunch men, janitorial staff, coaches, anybody who is in the school system. Um, and now the CDC this week said we can come closer than six feet. Um, if you don't, if you don't want to be closer than six feet, you can stand apart. Uh, but I would ask students, teachers, administrators, bus drivers, paraprofessionals, whoever you are in the school system, would you come closer? Librarians, tech 
uh, tech people. If you're here in the sanctuary, come this way if you can. If you're at home, get your children with you. Get them with you. Preschool, grade school, high school, college, wherever you are. I want to read something to you. Psalm 91, it says this. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midnight. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge, you will, and you make the most high your dwelling. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent because he loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's what we're going to walk out in this upcoming school year, all right? Let's pray and ask the Lord's help. Father, we thank you. We thank you today because you have brought us back to this point. You've kept us safe through another summer. You have kept us from all hurt, harm, and danger. And we are preparing to go back to school if we haven't started already. I thank you for every young person that you've entrusted to us. Thank you, Father, for, um, for, for lending them to us. Children are a blessing from you, period. They're a blessing. Thank you for putting them in our quiver. Now show us how to take care of what really belongs to you. Our children came from you and they belong to you. 
we get to have influence. We get to parent them. But we acknowledge that you are their maker. We also acknowledge that as much as we would like to, we can't watch over them every moment of every day. And so we ask that you would help us, Father, to put our children in your hands. You told us that we could cast all our cares on you because you care for us. We're giving our children to you, Lord. Protect them from all hurt, harm, and danger. We thank you, Lord, because every plan of the enemy is already defeated. Our young people, our children belong to you. Your hand is on them. You are all around them. Your hedge of protection is on them, and I thank you for it. I thank you, Lord, for protecting them from the foolishness that this world offers. Those who aren't saved, save them, Lord. Save them, Lord. Bring them to know who you are through Jesus Christ. Fill them with the precious Holy Ghost. Help them to live out who you've called them to be. Help them to walk in the power that you've provided in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for every teacher now. We ask that you would give them new and creative strategies to reach the young people in their influence. I thank you for their safety. I thank you for giving them innovative minds, Lord. I thank you for helping them to prosper in everything they set their hands to do. Every paraprofessional, every teacher's aide, teacher's assistant, every principal, we lift up to you now. The lunch ladies, the lunch men, the custodians, the drivers of the buses, the coaches, the, uh, the, the parental help staff, everybody who is involved with our children in every way who is gathered now. We are gathered because we recognize that we need your help to do what we do. We cannot do it by ourselves. Father, we want to let our light so shine before men that that they could see our good works but give you all the glory. Father, this country is in trouble. Every time we turn on the television, it seems there's some tragedy somewhere. But we're asking by your divine power that if there is any plan of the enemy for attack on schools or for shooters in schools. Father, I thank you for protecting every school represented here today in the name of Jesus and for your glory. Bring it to nothing. Bring it to naught. We recognize that the devil is already defeated because you got up from the grave with all power in your hands. We stand in a place of victory and we thank you victory in our minds, victory in our emotions, victory in our families, victory in our finances, victory on our jobs, victory in our schools. We stand in a place of victory today and we thank you for it. We thank you, Lord. This will be the best school year that we have ever had in Jesus' name and for your glory. Let all the saints who agree 
Shout amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Good. Minister Stephanie? All right. Good. You got it. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, first, I wanted to really quickly just say thank you to all the women that came out yesterday. Could you give all of our uh, attendees yesterday a hand clap really quick? It was an amazing time in the Lord that we had. Amen. Do you agree? Amen. And I wanted to also say thank you to every one of our speakers on yesterday and as well as Reverend Kimma. Thank you, um, Eva and Reverend Bobby and Miss Kim in her absence and Miss uh, First Lady Debbie. Thank you all. And Reverend Kimma, thank you so much for today. Um, likewise, we gave out flowers yesterday and we wanted to do the same for you on today. Um, so this is just a brief token of our appreciation amongst other things. Um, and we are just grateful to have you on today. You indeed blessed our hearts this morning. And uh, we, again, appreciate you all for just being a part of this Women's um, Ministry Weekend. We had a blast, and uh, I can't wait for next year, and I can't wait for what the Lord is going to do in us going forward. Um, really briefly, I, this is not a part of the schedule, so I apologize really quickly. I, I just wanted to encourage you all that we were talking about purpose this weekend. And for those of you who weren't there on yesterday, um, it was just that I want you to be encouraged that no matter what age you are, no matter how far along in life you are in, God still, the fact that you have breath in your body, you still have a purpose to fulfill, and I don't want you all to forget that. No matter how young or old you are, the Lord still has a plan and purpose for your life. It is not just to sit on Sundays. Amen, somebody. He has a plan and a purpose for your life, and I want you all to be encouraged for what the Lord is saying to you. Amen. What he's saying to you. So uh, be encouraged, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. Amen. God, praise God. Um, as we, as we um, prepare to, to leave, I just want to let you know that um, it's offering time. It's offering time. And Ashley has something important to share with us. But as we wait for Ashley. Um, we have several ways you can give your, your tithes, your offering um, to vision, um, to victory and benevolence. As you could um, see up on the board that they're going to put up there, um, your text to give is 855-908-0710. 
We have a cash app, which is money sign, M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. Then we had Givelify. Now, you know you have to download that app, but it's very easy and simple. Now, if you do have any issues, you can't um, ask one of these young people. They know everything. Okay, so you're going to go in there, follow the direction, um, put in your amount, tap, give, and you're done. Okay? I believe that's it. And then we have um, our handsome young deacons in the back that's holding baskets. If you would like to drop your envelopes off in there, uh, to their, I was going to say um, blood-covered hands. But um, into the into there, that um, are your uh, offerings and things will get on where they need to go, and they'll be outside till about twelve forty-five ish. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking at the time, but just a little bit after um, church is released, um, if anyone that wants to drive up and um, give that offering um, that way. Okay. Um, after Ashley closed out on us, after Ashley closed out on us, um, could you remain in your seats and um, follow the directions of the usher? Well, really quickly, I just wanted, sorry, wanted to remind you all of the, the surveys for small group. If you would, those of you online as well as in, in service, the forms are outside in the front on the table. Uh, there is a QR code. Again, you can use your, open up your camera literally and just place it over the QR code and it'll bring up a link for you to fill out that, um, that survey. It is also available on the website at mountcalvarychurch.life. You can also get that survey completed via that as well. And, and the ushers also have those QR codes. So on your way out the door, you can also grab one there as well. Um, well, let's go ahead and dismiss. We can stand up and then I'll have you all sit back down until, <laughs> until the ushers dismiss you. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding great joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all the saints say, amen. Go ahead and have a seat. Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.
Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom.